I'm Kyle. And I'm Brandy. And this is the Living the Life We Love podcast. A podcast where we talk all things marriage, family, fun, and everything in between. Join us each week for great conversation and lots of laughs. We can't wait to share the life we love with you. Hello, everyone. Before we get started, we just wanted to let you know that today's episode is not suitable for younger audiences. If that's you, please come back next week and on with the show. We're rolling. We're rolling. We're live. Rolling with the homies. Great movie. Oh, such a good movie. We should watch that soon. We haven't watched it in a while. A very long time. Great movie. Great movie. Alicia. She, and Paul Rudd. From way back. Yeah. <laughs> Loves it. Loves Brittany it. Murphy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Good evening, honey. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm great. Good. Wondrous. Good. How was your week? My week has been good. For the most part, it has been good. We are recording this on Friday, January 7th. Correct. For those out there, why we're asking how our week was. Yes. Got a great episode on TAPS for today. We do, but let's chat a little bit about last episode. Let's bring it back. This is episode 11. Congratulations. Episode 10 was about our word of the year. Yes. And we asked some people to share their word of the year. Yes. I ha- I want to share a few. Lay them on me. One is intentional. I like that one. Another one is... What are your thoughts on intentional? I love intentional. I'm pretty sure that intentional was my word... At some point. Prior? Yes. Another one I've got is grace. I dig it. We all need to give it and receive it. That's true. Um, Another one is commit. Love it. Love it. That's kind of like consistent. Yeah. Consistently commit. I love that. That's yours. It is. Yeah. And simplify. Ooh. That's a hard one. You got to work yeah. to use that, to have that yeah. word. There's got to be a lot of work involved in that word. Yeah. But it can, it can apply to so many things. It can. There can be many subcategories of that It could word. be your wardrobe. It could be... It could be your meal planning. It could be something to do with work. It could be friends and family. It could be your schedule. It could be your tackle box. You could simplify a lot of things. You could. Best of luck with all those words. Yes, good luck to everyone. And if you didn't share your word with us, that's okay. If you have New Year's resolutions, we wish you the best of luck with them. Let's just kick ass this year. Let's do it. Let's. Let's. What do we do next? We like to read a review. You can review us on iTunes. We would appreciate that. I do have... That's how we climb in the algorithms. I don't know. I hear other podcasters say it, so I'll say it. Oh, I have a five-star review for us. Nice. I've known you both for about 12 years now, and you've always been a couple to look up to. From all of life's challenges and blessings, you two pull through. Thank you for starting this journey and allowing others to see how things aren't always roses and sunshine. Thank you for always being real and true. Love listening on Mondays. Oh boy. Now I'm going through my Rolodex of who I've known for precisely 12 years. I can tell you who it is later. Okay. Okay. After you listen, hop over onto iTunes. It's the only place that counts. Yes. So leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We would and super appreciate it. If you it. leave us a five-star review, we'll read it on the podcast. We will. So, so. go do that. What are we talking this about today, This week's topic Kyle? is something that I'd like to 
consider myself an expert in. Um, hmm. I have a very well-rounded knowledge about this topic. Rounded? Yes. Mm. Um, I have I have dealt with this topic uh, f- for a long time. Okay. Um, you seem a, you seem like you're you're really you really know it well. Yes, it, this is a very tough. Okay. This is a. I mean, I don't have to talk. You can just do all the talking. Well, you know how I feel about this. Got it. So this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. And for the second time in our studio, we're welcoming guests. We are? Yes. Oh, okay. This is how this is going to go. Yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I present to you two of the greatest ladies in the world, Priscilla and Tallulah. Also known as my wife's breasts. <laughs> yes, he's named them. This episode is all about... Go ahead, honey. My breast augmentation. Breast augmentation, yes. 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 Kyle, we ta- we discussed it. What episode was that? I think two ago. We've, we've dropped hints just because we've yeah. talked about them, but we decided to dedicate a whole episode to it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the process. Picking, and all choosing, the things. Yes, How are everything. we doing this? I have a list of questions, and I'll interview you, and I will interject when I see fit. Sounds good. I'm so excited. Good. Are you ready? I'm so ready. You know, I'm a little nervous because not all the people know. Correct. Like, this is not, like, it's not like I go and talk to yes. one of my friends, and I'm like, hey, right. I it's got also my not boobs a secret. done. It just doesn't come it's, up. Yeah, it's not yes. a secret, but it's just not yes. something that I talk about. So. Yes. There could be people and friends or family well, we had friends that over a listen bit to ago. this that have no idea. We had friends over a couple of months ago that she did not know. And she goes, no, Brandy would never be the kind of the kind of mom to get a boob job. She was like, no, she didn't. And, and I was we, like, we um, both give her the stare that and then she jaw dropped. Yeah. And then she said, let me see him. Yes, she yes. did. So are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Here we go. I'm so ready. It's been about a year. It has. It was December yes. 18th, 2020. Yes. How are you feeling about them? I love them. Don't get into too much detail, just quick. I love them. Yeah? Yes. I love them. I love everything about them. I love how they are and how they make me feel. And yes, I love them. Do you want more details than that? No, I was hoping you'd say, Kyle, same question. Oh, yeah. Same question. <laughs> I also love them. Good. For I'm a variety glad. of reasons. We'll get we'll get into that later. But Okay. But you love them. Really, we both love them. They're really great. We've come to the conclusion we love them. Yes. Okay. Okay. So obviously the question that has to be asked of all questions is what made you want to get a breast augmentation? Okay. So oddly enough, as a kid, I wanted to have big boobs. But I think that's just because I mean, you look at like supermodels now. And I wouldn't say that most of them have big boobs. You, Most of them are kind of really skinny. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I feel like in the 80s slash 90s when we were growing up, the ideal woman was like big boobs. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. skinny and big boobs. Mm-hmm. And so... Because that's what magazines had. Correct. Yes. I always wanted big boobs. But I got them naturally. Like I, I didn't need to have breast implants when I matured and got boobs because I got big boobs naturally. Yes. But the problem with with getting big boobs 
as er, early as I did is that they are heavy and they sag faster. And then along with having four kids, I did not breastfeed, but just the changes that happen in your breasts from getting pregnant and then not being pregnant and then getting pregnant again four different times, obviously those changes and gravity brings them Downward. Downward. Yes. So by the time that I was done having kids, they had deflated and then went down. But they weren't, I would not say that they were super saggy, but they were not perky. Do you want to say what your size was? So when I was in eighth grade, I had like D's. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) he says that because that's not creepy he says that because we were dating i would say i had double d's before i started having kids before my surgery i was at uh 34 c and a half because i wear um third love bras and they have half sizes and that was like a perfect bra size for me like i'd never had a bra that fit me as well as that bra before the surgery shout out third love yes they they have amazing bras. Tell them about them. They they have half sizes, and you um, take a quiz, and they'll give you your size, and then they send it to you. And if it doesn't fit, then you can send it back, and they donate it to um, women that need bras. And then they send they'll you send the you the, the next size, and yeah. you can just keep going until 34C and a half was the first one I ever tried on, and it fit perfectly. So I never had to send back. But yeah, they were deflated. And I didn't feel comfortable in myself. Dive more into that. So aside from aside, aside from, from the look. Aside from the look, how were you how were you feeling about them? I just didn't I didn't like the way that they looked in clothes. I had to wear a, you know, super wired bra to push them up. And and I and I say that, but they weren't super sag. Like they weren't right, I mean they were still C's. super saggy. Yeah. But I just didn't feel, when I looked in the mirror, I wasn't comfortable. And I'm still quite young, so yeah. I wanted to be comfortable. I mean, I am thankful for, you know, having the four children that I have, but just those pregnancies changed my what my body looks like. Did you find that you were more buying clothes to suit? I was buying clothes to hide them. Okay. Which is fine. Like, it's not like... Mm-hmm. I, it's not like I wear super low cut shirts anyway. Right. But as a thirty four year old, yeah. But woman, you, yeah. you still go out. I you would, like to have fun and exactly. Yeah, I would like, you know, to. I I had nice boobs as a younger mm-hmm. person that couldn't show them off because she was fourteen, and having kids young. Yeah, you know, I didn't have that time to. And experience eyes, yeah. experiment with and different honestly, clothes. There's nothing to do about it. You no. Know? No. Happen, gravity happens. That's just what happens. Exactly. To the body. I just didn't feel like I looked right. I didn't feel like um, at that point when right before we kind of had decided that we were going to start the process, I was at a great weight for myself. I mean, with having four kids starting at the age of 21, you know, my weight constantly fluctuated. And so I was kind of like at a body shape that I liked. But I felt like that part of me didn't fit the other part that I liked. Yeah. It was a multitude of things, but it just 
I didn't like what I saw when I looked in the mirror. And it didn't have anything to do with like, oh, I want to change this. I want to change this. I could have lived life with what I had. No problem. But I thought, well, maybe if we can change this, then let's do some research and figure it out. So how long would you say that you were really thinking about getting breast augmentation? It was a few years that we had we had discussed it multiple times, but mm-hmm. we, ne- we didn't start getting serious about it, I would say, until um, the beginning of 2020. Because yeah. that surgery was at, in December 2020. So that's when you say that we... That's when you would say we fully committed to the decision to really start looking into it and really take. Yes, the steps. we didn't. We didn't commit to the decision of getting them. We committed to the decision of starting to do the research and getting them. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of research. Yes. Before you started to look for a doctor. Correct. What sort of... The doctor was like the last part. Right. What sort of research did you do? Did you use just the internet? Did you see anything on Facebook? What What sorts of things did you? did you start with? So I think I started with social media. Well, I think I Googled it and used social media and kind of just started searching up how to research it because I had no idea what I was. I know I searched Instagram and I searched Google and um, came across this woman named Jenny Eden. And she has this company called Bus Mob. She had an Instagram that I had followed at first. She also works at a... Yes, she yes. also works at a plastic surgeon's office in North Carolina. Don't look at me. North I just, Carolina. I just know the, the couple of things. North Carolina. Yes. So, um, so she's fully immersed and fully knowledgeable. Yes, and they call her the most trusted source on breast implants. Yes, because she has them. She has them. She just got them redone. Yes, right before I got mine done, she yes. got hers redone. Yes. Bus Mob, they had a forum that I could go on and like ask questions. They had a Facebook group that I could ask questions. Um, I'm going to the Facebook group real quick. How... How supportive were they? How knowledgeable was that? Were, were the ladies how... It's a ladies-only group. Correct. Ladies-only group. group. Yep. And you can post pictures. Obviously, you have to like blur out nipples and all of that stuff. But there you can ask um, for surgeon recommendations. Um, kind of discuss the surgeon that you m- are looking into and that other people have talk about size and or talk about like a big question is whether or not to get a lift can I see your before and afters and in size wise so I can reference and kind of look at what's your height and weight yes I can correct so um and just like support like people would just take send or post a picture about you know it's it's finally my day and you know we'd give love and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff and then Yep, post-op pictures and and it was just a great way to get information. The forum was great, but I don't even know if they have the forum yet anymore because I was just looking for it. I don't think people really do forums. I think that the Facebook page just kind of took over. Mm -hmm. Um, The Facebook page, they do have a podcast where they talk mostly about breast implants, but I think they talk about other things too. Instagram... There's an email subscription, and the email subscription was awesome. So Jenny has, like, these emails that kind of talk to you about how to research what you want and what you – everything. And it's, like, 15 emails that you get, like, once a day. 
And so for 15 days, it gives you all of this information. There's also something called Bus Mob Academy, which was super helpful to me. So once you kind of decide what you want or what that you're going to do it, it's almost like a Netflix of implants. So like you're watching all of these like five to 10 minute videos about what the process is, what the pro like what you're going to do at a consultation, what, you know, all about the Vectra, which we'll talk about later, all about the different types how to, of implants, the tip. Yes. The different types of implants, the different types of profiles, of implants. profiles, the different types of um, incisions and how they put them in just everything that you, every question that you could possibly have were it's like, there's like 25 videos that I just watched. questions you didn't even know to ask. Exactly. Yes. And so that was awesome. It really answered all of my questions. And then right before I had had surgery, they created this thing called a goal finder. So what you would do is you'd put in your weight and your height. All of these women would post pictures with their weight and their height and then their implant size. And you could literally search your height, your weight, your the implant size that you're thinking of getting, and you could see what it looks like on, on that, that had type surgery. of body. Yeah. And that was so awesome. I never looked at boobs more <laughs> when I than when I was doing this research. There literally boobs would show up on my Facebook page all day long. That's all I looked at for I would say a good six months was That's boobs. Pretty cool. So aside from bust mob did anyone recommend you that you would like find a, what would you call that? So then part of researching was that you... <laughs> Re researching, folks. <laughs> <laughs> is that it was, suggested, it was suggested that you find, uh, what did they call it? I don't know. I, I have it in my notes as boob twin. It wasn't a boob twin. It was like a wish pick. Wish picks. Loves that. You knew that that's what it was. No idea. Okay. So <laughs> they suggest that you find a wish pick. And that literally means to look at other people, whether it be a celebrity or anyone on Instagram, anybody really, on Instagram, Instagram or in anything. Yeah. And if you liked their boobs, you wanted to keep that picture. And then you would take that to your plastic surgeon and show them, this is what I like. Is this possible? What do we need to do to get this? So you were like looking at, it was like what you wanted. Yes. So yeah, I had a wish pick. So since you brought up bringing something to your doctor. Yes. After finding, after doing all the research that you could slash we could, because I, I played a, a decent role, I'd yes. like to think. Yes, you did. After doing all the research and seeing the procedure of procedures and pretty much as far as you could get, the next step was... Looking for a doctor. Correct. So, what... What was the process? How did you find a doctor? What were you looking for in a doctor? So, the number one thing that I knew to look for in a doctor was the, that the doctor needed to be board certified. And that just means that they have all the certifications that they that need. that they're a real doctor. Yes. Other things that I did was I asked on the Facebook group. I knew that I wanted to be in the Chicagoland area, so I had asked who used what doctors in the Chicagoland area. Do you have recommendations? What can you give me? So I did that. I did Google searches for ones that were around here. Really, I was more looking for the suburbs, but 
that's not where we ended up going. So I did Google searches. I asked on the Facebook page, um, looked on social media. And then another thing that I learned about was this website called Real Self. And that is almost like a forum where people can search a doctor, okay, and you type in their name, and then people can like tell their story, show their before and afters, how they liked the doctor and their experience with the doctor. So it's like a review site for plastic surgeons. Really liked that. Theirs was not censored. So like you could see nipples and all of that stuff. Nice. Uh, So anyway, I found a surgeon that I really liked. Yes. It did not matter to me whether my surgeon was a female or a male. It didn't matter at all. I just wanted them to be a good doctor that had great outcomes in previous surgeries. Yes. From all of those things, we came across Dr. Horn in Chicago. Yeah. But no, I mean, we did a lot of research to find the the right doctor. We didn't want a doctor. Lakeshore plastic surgery. Didn't want a Dr. Nick Riviera. Didn't want a Dr. Drake Ramore. We yeah. wanted, you know, a real a real life doctor. Yes. That name so, one more time. So um, my doctor is Dr. Michael Horn, and he's in at Lakeshore Plastic Surgery. It's his own practice. In Chicago. In Chicago. Downtown Chicago. Yep. So made a an appointment for a consultation with him. Tell us about the consultation. So we had a consultation in August. We drove down there. It's like right off of the Mag Mile. I was super nervous because... I didn't know anything. We were in the, you know, obviously COVID was, is still happening. So, um, was and is. And so we were, I was really nervous about whether or not Kyle was going to be able to come into the appointment because I wanted him to be a part of the experience and I wanted him to be able to help me decide and all of those things. It's a big, big deal and a big decision and i wanted you to be part of it that affects both exactly it's your thing but i was fully there for support and uh opinion yep and everything i had done so much research prior to the consultation that i pretty much knew exactly what i wanted prior to i knew i didn't want to lift unless he told me that i absolutely needed one i knew the profile of implant that I wanted, not was not sh- very sure about the size, but I knew what profile I wanted because, and we can kind of talk about this later, but I knew that because I didn't want the lift, there was a certain implant that could kind of lift me up so that I didn't have to have the lift. Yes. So during the consultation, were we, did we just put our hands on a bunch of fake boobies or how we did, did. We- we did. Well, we did that, yes. We literally walked in and there were implants on the table. Yes. In the waiting room. And then we walked in or we got into our room. I had to get in a gown. There were boobs on the table mm-hmm. and we played with them. Yep. Doctor came in, mm-hmm. introduced himself. We chatted for a little bit. And then he brought us into the Vectra room. The Vectra. So Vectra is a 3D imaging if you remember the original Weird Science movie and when they're designing their ideal woman on the computer and they're playing with the breast size and, you know, they make them big and they go, whoa, it's kind of like an upgraded, the Vectra is an upgraded version of that. 
<laughs> I love how you just described that. <laughs> so the Vectra takes like a three three D picture. Yeah. Of your torso. Yep. And then the mo I mean, this is by and far the greatest technology available. <laughs> yeah. To to well, I'd like to say man, but it's only doctors for some sad reason. But they could literally plug in any shape and size of implant and put them on your body. And this isn't like a computer image. This is a real image yeah. of your body. Yeah. With any shape and size breast that that we could want, but obviously the doctor recommended. So we played around with different sizes. And he had his recommendations. You know, he's the doctor. He's the professional. He knows he knows. He recommended that I do a lift because I was borderline lift. When you're getting implants, they're going to give you the recommendation of what is going to give you the best outcome. But I went in having done my research and knowing that breast implants come in a variety of different profiles. They come and in shapes and sizes. This is this was one of my things. We came out knowing more about implants themselves more than anything. So there are two different kinds of implants. There is saline, which is literally a implant filled with saline. A silicone implant or a gummy bear implant is an implant that is filled with almost like like this gummy-like substance. So if you were to cut open a gummy bear, it's almost like that, where it's like that gooey texture. Yes. If you were to open up, okay, so the difference between these, for reference, if a saline implant were to rupture, you would have inside of you, you would have a flat boob. Like it would absorb into your body and your boob would be flat. If your silicone implant were to rupture, it would stay with it in the same exact way that it would look outside of your body. Yes. Doc Horn said that he ran over the silicone implants with his car. With and his they car. And rupture. they did not rupture. Yes. So they're much stronger. They can withstand much more pressure or what yeah. whatnot. More realistic because obviously if you hold up a baggie full of water, all the water goes to the bottom of the baggie. Yes. Where this has, you know, it retains structure. its shape and structure. Yes. yes. And implants come in a variety of sizes. So from low profile and the profile is projection so low profile to an ultra high profile and i knew that an ultra high profile implant would then lift up my breast so that i wouldn't necessarily need the lift because it would lift it up more because it would be it would have more projection and would then um, be rounder we talk about not wanting a lift just real quick so much because, because why? The scar. The scar. Because how do they do it? It's, so called, it's called a keyhole? It's called a lollipop lift. Lollipop lift. So they cut around the nipple and then down. And then along the underside. And then the boot. along the underside. No. Yeah. No? No. Just it's just around the nipple and down. Okay. And then they, it's kind of like a keyhole. Yeah. So, and then they cut away um, skin and then sew it all back together yeah. so i have seen amazing pictures of scars one two years down the road and you can hardly even see that there's a scar but at 34 35 i didn't want to have the scar right now implants back in the day would last like 10 years and you'd have to go back and you'd have to get them now with the way that they make them and do them you don't need 
to go back and get them every 10 years. But when I do decide to get another pair down the road, then I would probably do a lift because I'd be older and the scar wouldn't bother me as much. Yes. But right now, I just didn't want to do it. Yes. I didn't want the scar. And the look that we, you were after, we were after was not of... I don't... I did not want Playboy bunny boobs. Where they just... Where they just like sit on top of your chest. Right. That's not what I wanted. I'm a mom. I don't want... I'm not like... I did not get them to show them off or... We still wanted a very natural look. Yes. Just larger, healthier looking breast yeah. that was still very natural looking. Correct. Yes. Yes. So, um, so we did the Vectra. Glorious. And played around with some sizes. And I had told him, he said, you know, this is what it looks like without the lift. This is what it looks like. And he was showing me like mod plus, which is like mid projection. And I said to him, because I shocked him a little bit. Mm -hmm. I said to him, I said, well, what if we use an ultra high profile? That will give me a little bit of a lift. And he goes, well, somebody's been doing their research. And so... They plugged that in the computer and it was... It was like completely different. Yes. Like it lifted everything up exactly how I wanted and it looked great. So we did that. Then we went back into the room, had a little bit more of a conversation. Then um, Queenie came in and we talked price and we talked about a date that we were looking mm -hmm. to do. And I knew that I wanted to do it a very specific date because the end of the year is a lot easier. I knew I was going to have to take days off. And I also knew that I was going to need help. Um, so with the end of the year and it being winter break, the kids would be home. They could help me with any daycare kids that I might have. It's also a less busy time for me with daycare kids. So I would be able to take the days off. So I knew that that's when I wanted to do it was during winter break for the, with the kids. They were available. We just loved everything about that Yes. Appointment. So what is And the... I didn't feel the need after having the discussion that we had and loving the surgeon that I didn't need to meet with another one. Yes. So after the consultation and everything, what did we finally decide on profile size shape? So two weeks before was when we paid the balance. We finalized the size. I have like most women, have breasts that are not the same size. Nice. <laughs> so one of my implants is 445 cc's, and the other implant is 470 cc's. So that took care of the size difference. Difference. Yeah. Because that's what you can do when you get fake boobies put in. You can make them and so symmetrical. And what so about, what about profile, silicone, saline? So I see? have... Extra high profile or ultra high profile, and I have silicone. So, um, and they are placed under that's another thing that you can do. You can have your implant placed over your muscle or under your muscle, and I have mine under my and muscle. Why did you choose that? I liked the look better because I had a little bit of sagginess. I didn't want them over the muscle because that kind of just would have let them go right into my old breast pockets where in here they're under the muscle and it kind of like cradles them. I'm active, so I just didn't want them to be like bouncing around. Yeah. So. So after the 
first consultation and also after the final cons- consultation. That's when I signed like all my medical forms and yes. all of that stuff. What sorts of things did you do to prepare for surgery? Oh my goodness. Whether I didn't even be, write that stuff down. Whether it be things to buy or anything like that. So a couple weeks before surgery, I started lotioning them because... Who? Kyle started, started lotioning lo- them? That was Kyle's job. He <laughs> took that upon himself. And we got the most greatest smelling lotion. Yeah, that was... Yeah, it smells like ice cream in heaven. What was what lotion was that? The, no, we didn't... We used the, the booby butter. No, that was... That was after. That was like a week before you oh, started using Oh, okay. That. So we started... We bought this, like, cocoa butter stuff. Yeah, the most ultimate moisturizing lotion. Just to get... Yes, to get your your skin moisturized. So when you get implants, your skin is stretching like because crazy you're because putting you're putting something, something under your skin. Yes. And your muscles stretch and your skin stretches and you just want to have as much moisture there as you possibly can with all of that stretching. So so we started with lotion two weeks before. And then a week before, Jenny Eden, who was the woman that I kind of started the whole process with. Bust mob. Yes, bus mob. She creates that. She has created this thing. When she was getting her implants, there wasn't something that um, would moisturize them as much, and so she created this thing called booby butter. And so it's like a super like thick like shea butter formula, and it has it's all natural. And so I would use that and put that on. Link it. Starting. Oh yeah, I will. Starting a week before. Mm-hmm. And then I also used Arnica Montana. That's like a muscle kind of, it like helps with muscles. And then a number of different things. I don't even remember all of the things. Any special things that we bought to prepare for, whether it be recovery or just a new lifestyle. Yeah. So they recommended that you just have like, you know, because you're not really going to be moving for the first week or so. So they recommended that you have like, um, pillows. I'm a stomach sleeper. So I have, I have now turned into a back sleeper. That was really hard. Just like an elevated pillow and like a kind of like a barrier for yourself, blankets and a nice water bottle to have by you. It is really interesting. The things that you use with your chest muscles we'll that you that. didn't even know. We'll get into that. Um, but one We're of the things a is, of things to buy. <laughs> Um, one of the things that I had to buy was, um, zip up bras, something with compression and also zip up and then zip up hoodies (laughs) because you can't really button anything. You can't put, um, clothes over your head. So I was wearing zip up hoodies for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, cause it was just the easiest thing to wear. But lotion, 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 get them ready to be stretched. Yep. The size is picked. The money's paid. Yep. The breasts are moisturized. Yep. Here we are. Well, we went down December 17th. Correct. We, the night before. We didn't know the time of my surgery until the night before. Yeah, so we were in the city. So we thought that it would be best because surgery could have been at 6 a.m. to just already be down there with nerves and all of that. And we have a favorite hotel that we usually stay in, which is literally, what, a block away from... The surgeon's office. So we had decided to stay two nights, the night before surgery and the night after surgery, because I would have a post-op appointment the morning after surgery. The next day, yes. So 
Um, we stayed in the city. We went down there, hung out. Got Al's beef. Found out that <sighs> surgery was not going to be until one o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. which was not great because right. then, you know, you can't <laughs> eat or anything. Surgery day comes. Are we nervous? The most nervous I have ever been, but not because of surgery. Why were you so nervous then, my love? Because you have to take a COVID test before. And you and, took it through a hole in the door. And if your COVID test is positive, you ain't having surgery. And I would have done all of this for nothing. Yep. It was literally, we would go to, we went to the sur surgical center. They had like a door next to the office that you like literally put a, there was a hole in the door and they would stick the stick <laughs> up my nose. And then we, we walked around the block like three different times because we had to wait 20 minutes for the email to come through. And then finally it came through that I was negative. And then Kyle couldn't come into the surgical the absolute center. absolute worst part. Kyle couldn't come in because of COVID. So I had to go walk in and be by myself waiting to go under and do all of the things. While you were waiting. Kyle yeah. bought a Peloton. I bought a Peloton. <laughs> Kyle went down to Ma the Mag Mile and bought a, Pel yeah. a Peloton. You're in the waiting room when I go, do you want a Peloton? Yeah. Okay. I'll buy well, one. first, no, no, no. First... I forgot my phone. Oh, yeah. I was, as he was saying goodbye to me, he took my coat so that I wouldn't have to have my coat in the surgical center and they wouldn't have to deal with having to give it to him after surgery. Well, my phone was in my coat. So I had to use the nurse's phone to call him back. He was already at Michigan Avenue and had to come back and get, bring me my phone. Yeah. Had to hoof it. Yeah. But worst part, I couldn't be in there with you. Oh, it was the worst. Super shitty. Yeah. So you're sitting there by yourself. Any second thoughts running through your head? No, no second thoughts. I was super excited. I've never asked you that before. I'm shocked. Really? Yeah. No, I was so excited. I was not happy that you weren't there, but because we've been there for the yeah for all the things day, every single day since yeah the year 2000. Um, but I was really excited. Yeah. I was just I would. It took a lot longer than I wanted it to. Like the waiting process. Yeah. It probably wasn't that long. So surgery went well. Everything went good. I get Don't the phone call. Don't remember anything about it. Obviously. I get the phone call. She walks out. Everything good. So after surgery is obviously recovery. Yeah. We stayed in the hotel that night. Yep. Had my post-op appointment the next day. They looked great. Checked everything. Made sure everything was good. So in all of your research, you were reading things about women that couldn't pull a Kleenex out of a box. Women that couldn't flush a toilet. Yes. Anything and everything. Couldn't pull a baby wipe from a thing. Yes. I know everyone's different. Yeah. Did you experience anything like that in your first couple of days of week of or so of recovery? So the way that the reason why they say that things are hard is because you never know how much your chest muscles, you use your chest muscles to do certain things. So they said, um, Flushing a toilet would be hard. You wouldn't be able to flush the toilet. You wouldn't be able to wipe yourself. You wouldn't be able to, because all of that with your arms and everything and your chest. Pulls on your chest muscle. Yeah, it pulls on your chest muscle. I didn't have that experience. Like, Keep in I, mind, every, everyone is different. Everybody is different. So I, just because Brandy didn't have it doesn't mean that anyone. And I don't think, like, I, I look back on that when I say that I didn't have that experience. And I think, was I doing too much? But I don't think I was doing too much either. I just 
There were things, yes, that I was like, oh, I can't do that. Like for the longest time, wiping the counter was really hard for me. And I would have to like wipe it with hand one hand and support my chest with another hand because it's just a different feeling on your muscles like your muscles are that your muscles almost squeeze the implant because your muscles are your implant is underneath the muscle that it's like it's just a different feeling we work out i can't do push-ups like they're a bench press or anything or a bench press like i can bench press lightweight But once I get to like a threshold of like even probably like 12, 15 pounds, I can't do it. Push-ups are like a no, like I was always told that if it felt weird and you didn't like the feeling, then you shouldn't do it. I don't like doing push-ups anyway, so that's (laughs) kind of a win for me. Um, But I just just flat out just don't do them anymore because I just don't like the way that it feels. But otherwise, I think that it went well. I wasn't on pain meds long. Yeah. I was able to do things. Mm-hmm. I didn't do too much. Thankfully, I had the kids that are older that I didn't have babies that like needed me yeah. or whatever. And everybody was super helpful. What really sucked about it was that you had to travel the week after. No. The, the day Sunday. after. Yeah. We the two home. days after. We got no, we got home Saturday. I had to leave on Sunday for yeah. four days. So you were expecting to be home. I was. And then they needed you to travel. I was promised to be home and I was not. Yeah. And so yeah. that was hard. Yes. Like thankfully I have older we have older kids that yes. can step up and help, but that sucked. I think the hardest part of everything has just been learning to sleep on my back. I now I can sleep on my side. And so that's usually what I do, but I, I just don't feel as comfortable sleeping on my stomach. So I don't sleep on my stomach anymore. Recovery for the most part was pretty easy for me. I did not experience what some women experience. So post-op was the day after, and then how long after that did we have to go back and then go back again? So I had post-op appointments the day after, six weeks after, six months after, one year after. And everything's top-notch. And everything's great. Yep. So you mentioned sleeping. Yes. Any other quote unquote lifestyle changes? Has your wardrobe changed? We talked about that at the beginning. Has your wardrobe changed? Wardrobe has definitely changed. What other lifestyle changes? Um, It's not like I show them off, but I feel like I don't have to choose my clothes in order to hide them or whatnot. Like I can just wear whatever I want to wear. I don't have to wear a bra. Um, Yes. The, the where getting the extra high profile definitely helped in lifting them. So I don't have to wear a bra. I feel more comfortable wearing one because I've always worn a bra. I sleep in a bra because of the fact that gravity will take its toll and I'm just, I'm protecting the investment. And so I wear a bra because I want them to stay upright as long as they possibly can. I still moisturize them. Yep, Kyle moisturizes them. I had a Jenny makes a scar salve that I used, and then I also bought one from the plastic surgeon's office. My scars are underneath my crease, so you can't even see them from, you know, if you're looking at them, even when I'm naked, you can't. Which you, you, you out there will not look at them. (laughs) You can't see the scars. So um, I can, they are visible, like they're, they're darker, but yeah. um, 
I, you can't they see have, them. Yeah, they have yeah. to be there. So you can't see them. So, um, and any other life, just lifestyle changes for right now. I don't think so. Do they ever like get in the way? Like you're going to like turn the steering wheel or you're not a big golfer. So they no. don't get in the way. Golfing. Um, I would say the biggest thing is like some of my workout things I just can't do. Yeah. Um, which kind of stinks because I do a lot of like workouts with the Peloton and like when they do push ups, I'm like, okay, what can I do? So yeah. I'll like plank or I'll just do something else yeah. instead because I don't want to just stop my workout. But really other than that, I don't think that there's anything that I like can't do other than sleep on my stomach that would be the biggest one gotcha yeah i got three more three more questions yes okay uh we talked a lot about different processes finding looking choosing everything yes is there anything about the process that you would change or highly recommend to others anything that you can think of that you didn't like that you wish you knew anything like that or was your research and bust mob just that great I am somebody that does a lot of research on things. Like, I don't do anything without researching the crap out of it. And one of the things that I was really nervous about and one of the things that I pushed off not doing the breast implants for a long time was um, breast implant illness. And that was one of the things that I did my research on. I talked to people in the forums. I did research with other, you know, with not just women that have implants and that are of course going to sit are going to be pro implant. I did my research and um and I decided that it was a risk that was worth taking for me. It's not something that every woman gets when they have implants. So, right. um it's out there, but to me it was it was not something at first it bothered me, but I am I did my research and got through that. So just doing your research to me, that is the biggest if you're going to do something that's going to alter your body and that you're going to spend a lot of money on, you're going to want it to be something that you love. There's a lot of women out there that get their implants done and then go in for revisions because they're not happy because they didn't go big enough or they went too big or they most of most of the women in the Facebook groups that I have seen did it feel like they didn't go big enough. So and just knowing the process, like when you get your implants and it's this, you know, day one or day two, they are like in your chin. Like there yeah, is a not, whole the size. They are there is a whole process of dropping and fluffing that like you have to know about because when you get them, you feel if they call it Franken boob when you first get them. When they're underneath your muscle, they almost look like squares. And one boob. And one boob and they're so high in your chest, in your clavicle, but all of that drops as your muscle starts to soften and like, your body gets used and to your it. body gets yeah. used to them. Yeah. So it's just, I, I recommend doing your research and knowing the process because it's, it is a process. Yeah. It, there's a lot to it. It's yeah. not just going and getting them and being happy with them. Right. Has your confidence in yourself changed? 100,000%. I like what I see when I look in the mirror. I feel good about myself. I, I, I mean, it's not like 
I didn't like hate myself right. be- before, right. but I just feel more confident in myself. And I did not do it for my husband. I did not do it for anybody else. I did it for me. And that's what's most important. And so to see, to see your, your look change, your, so even you if like yourself. Kyle didn't like him, if Kyle didn't like him, that would obviously be upsetting, well, but like, I, I also wouldn't have a pulse. <laughs> so, but I, I did it. Because I wanted to do it, not yes. for anybody else. Yes. It was and a wee so, decision, but yes. I fully supported you. My favorite part of them is your is your confidence. Thanks, babe. Yes. Thanks. 100%. Thanks. 100%. I love that for us. Last question. Oh, man. Favorite part, least favorite part of your breasts? My favorite part is just how they look. That they literally, like, stand at attention. Yeah. Um least favorite part is back sleeping my least favorite part is back sleeping there is there so part of you know obviously when they go in and they're putting um you know the implant in they're messing with stuff they're messing with nerves and they're messing with whatever (laughs) the dead zone (laughs) i have a dead zone on the side of my what is it my right side my left side yeah that's my my left side um where like I have no feeling like and it's not on my boob it's like in my bra line yeah um under like under my armpit in my bra line like I just don't have feeling there and it doesn't like tingle or anything I just don't have feeling there yeah. and it's not like I hate the dead zone where like I don't have feeling it doesn't bother me right. um but it's just like a part of it but I would say probably the most annoying part is the back sleeping and just getting comfortable. I'm still, I'm a year out and I'm still getting used to sleeping in a different way than I've slept for the last 34 years. Yeah. But I love them. Awesome. I love them. Thanks, babe. That's what I got. Uh, Awesome. Thank you for all your knowledge. Thanks, babe. I'm, I'm, I I loved this episode. I was really nervous about this episode. Thank you to, um, my two other ladies, Priscilla, Tallulah. Oh, you want to explain why you, how you named them? No. No? Is that a mystery? Oh, okay. Uh, I want to thank you, ladies. And uh, just real quick, I know we have a date later, so I hope you're <laughs> as excited as I am. Oh my God. And I will, uh, I'll be seeing you in about 15 minutes. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we got for boobs. <laughs> okay, babe. So what's next? What's next, honey? We um, are still accepting Ask Us Anything questions. We got a bunch. There's no limit on them. We just want to get them. Just keep sending them in. DM us. Email us. Send us a voice message, which we have not gotten any voice messages yet. That's okay. Where are they DMing us at? Living the Life We Love podcast on Instagram. That's where they're going to DM us. That's where we do a lot of our business. Yep. Or you can email us at livingthelifewelovepodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. And so just keep asking questions. We can't wait to answer them. And also, the contest is still going for when you share. Yes. We decided to prolong it another week. Because we want to be shared more. Yes. So So go ahead and explain it. Love. There is a post on our Instagram that you need to share to your stories. To get other people to come and um, like our podcast page. And hopefully listen. And hopefully listen to the podcast. So what you need to do is you get a point for sharing it to your stories. And then your friends. Which can be every single day of the week. Correct. 
Every time you post it in your stories, you get a point. So, um, and then every time one of your friends goes and follows us and then comments your name in that post, that original post, you get another point. So we're going to that, elongate that until this Friday. This Friday. And what can they win, Kyle? They can win some coffee. Some coffee. Some coffee. You know what? And then I also thought about it. If you don't drink coffee... You can get donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. I don't have, you don't like have to have coffee. You can get a cake pop at Starbucks. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So you pick, you can choose Dunkin' or Starbucks and we'll send you a $10 gift card for the top three winners of the contest. Share. Through this Friday. So keep sharing. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. It's that time, Kyle. It's the peak in the pit. Ooh, ooh, it's the peak in the pit, girl. That was some dick in the box action, wasn't it? It sure was. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Peak. I got a few of them. Ready. You came home early this week. I did. So that was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, made me super happy. How much need a break? Traveling has kind of sucked. Yep. It always sucks. But. You came home early this week, so yes. that was awesome. Um, got a bunch of stuff done in the house this week. Yep. And um, she has not helped us out yet, but our babysitter has, like, come in for me this week. Like, she's really helped. Not this week, but this coming week she's helping. You can say your name. Her name's Jessie. Jessie. And she's the bomb.com. She's the best. So she's going to help me with getting children places yep. when I have to be in two places at once. And some other great news about her this week. She started a new job. She sure did. And we asked her a couple weeks ago. What did we ask her? We asked her to join us on our next family vacation in Montana. Yep. And she got the go ahead from her new bosses that that's an okay. So she's coming to Montana with us. Super awesome. So excited. So excited. She's very excited. Yes. And then another thing is we have some fun plans for Montana. We do. Don't. I'm not sharing. You better not. I'm just giving a little. A little droplet. A little sneak peek a of. droplet. Some really exciting plans that we have decided that we're going to do. Aside from all the trail running we're going to do? Mm, you. Oh. Not me. Any other peaks? Nope. That's it. Uh, my peaks. I'm home. Super great. So great. Love being home. Love it. Uh, I got some new shoes today. You did. I did. Only to find out that in less than a month, the new model of those shoes is coming out. So Yeah, Kyle is kind of a snob about all things, and he needs to have the, be the best and yeah. the newest of things. So when he came home with 11s and found out 12s are coming out in a few weeks, yeah. he got really... Soups and bums. But really got new bum. running shoes. Uh, my old shoes were a five millimeter drop. These are four millimeter drops. So trying something different. Super excited. Totally makes no nothing. Nothing. Um, I have no idea. Last what you week, just we, said. last week we talked about uh, me hiring a running coach. Yep. And my coaching official. I've been in contact with them for about two weeks now, and the coaching officially starts on Monday. So hopefully, you guys had a meeting this week, and yep, it went so well. It did. Um, hopefully, my. IT band injury is done with, and I can hit the ground running. I see what you did there. Uh, starting out super slow, but really excited. Uh, I got the marathon in April, the 50-miler in September, 
and we are in the pre-stages of planning our 2023 race. Yeah. You're crazy. I love it. <laughs> my husband's crazy. I love it. So those are my peaks. Yeah. Pits? <sighs> um, it's fucking cold. It is cold, but that's not even my peak or my pit. So the marriage conference that we planned to go to in April was canceled. They canceled the one in Nashville. So they have multiple, like 10 of them this year. But that was really the only one. It was Nashville. It was the only one one that we wanted to go to because it was Nashville. And two, it was the only one that really fit into our schedules. Yeah. So we first played around with just going to Nashville anyway for the weekend. But we have some other things that are coming up that might interfere with that. So we decided that we're just not going to go to Nashville, which is kind of a bummer. Um, we'll get there. But we planned anniversary plans instead. We did. So we're excited about that. Our anniversary, we were supposed to go to Nashville the weekend of April 8th. Our anniversary, 15 years. Is the 21st. Is the 21st. So the tw- weekend of the 22nd, we're going to go to the city. And do stuff. And do stuff. Yeah. Um, Bonus episode. So we're excited about that. Bonus episode. Boni. It kind of was a bummer, but we get to now celebrate our anniversary by doing something together, yeah. which Jesse is watching the kids for. Yeah. So she's the bomb. So yeah. We love you, Jesse. My, my only pitch the cold. Aside from that, I'm home. Got a nice weekend planned. Super excited. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo. What is next week's episode about? Next week's episode I'm pretty excited about. I am too. It is something that has helped us in our relationship. Crazy. A lot. Something that... We knew nothing about. Nope. And changed everything. Changed everything for us. About five, six years ago? Yep. I would say so. Yeah. And that is... Love languages. Love languages. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. We are. We'll dive into it next week. Great episode. I'm... I am... I was like I said, I was super nervous about it. I hope we get some great. I feedback really, really was nervous about it, and I'm kind of still nervous about it. But I think it went well. But like we've always talked about, it's been such a taboo thing, and you didn't even mention this. What we thought growing up was like you said, supermodels, Playboy. That's the only people who get yeah. breast implants. Yeah. But in fact, it's moms. Seriously, when I told, so no one knew right. before I had my surgery. Right. I didn't me. tell anyone. Right. But I did tell daycare moms Handful. because yeah. they needed to know why I was taking a couple of days off mm-hmm. and whatnot. And to be honest, at first I just told them surgery. And then they looked at me like, oh my gosh, is everything okay? And I said, no, I'm getting breast implants. And they were like, oh my gosh, I just had a friend that got them. Oh my gosh, let me know how it goes because I, after I'm done having kids, I'm totally going to think about getting them. Right. And like... I would have never known that they that was a thing. Like, Yeah, there's just such a stigma attached to breast implants that yeah. it should only be for movie stars and yeah. special movie stars. Yeah. But it's not. It's normal, everyday women that want to feel better about themselves. Yep, 100%. Yeah. And that's all I've learned in the whole process of everything is yes. that people come from all walks of life. It is not just one type of person. Mm. But great episode. Super excited for this one. Thanks, babe. You're great. You did Thanks so Thanks for awesome. the interviewing. I love you I so much. I loved it. I love you so I much. Love you. I love you. I love you. I'll see you later. Mer, mer. Mer, mer.